And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 to 27. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, uh the Lord said some things to Moses. Verse 23 reads, Speak unto Aaron and his sons, saying, On this wise you shall do what? Bless the children of Israel. In other words, this is how you bless my people. You got to say something. Say unto them, can I go to verse 24? This is what you say unto them. This is the benediction we recite at the end of every service. The Lord bless you and keep you. Can you say, the Lord bless me and keep me? Yes. The Lord make his face shine upon me. Say it. The Lord make his face shine upon me and be gracious unto me. Yes, we need that in 2024. Can I go to verse, 20, 20, uh, verse 26? Sorry. The Lord lift up his countenance upon me. Say, the Lord lift up his countenance upon me. Yes, yes. The Lord give me peace. Can you say that? Peace. Amen. In that era of turbulence, we need the Lord to give us peace. At a time when, hear me saints, at a time when the devil is harassing us. Amen. At a time when people get so discouraged. Mm? We need the Lord's peace. Jesus was called the Prince of Peace. Jesus said, I have a type of peace I can give you. It's not like the world gives. Are you with me? I have a unique type of peace I can give you. Amen. In other words, around you can be falling apart, but you can still sleep like a baby. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus is saying, that's the type of peace I can give you. Can you go to verse 27? Verse 27. It says, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will do what? Bless. Can you say, bless me, Lord Jesus. Bless. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let me say this right here. Before I get to the text, there are some objections I must address. And since you hear my heart, you hear me very carefully. Amen. Like me, I know many of you, you listen to a lot of other spiritual leaders. Amen. Can you say Amen. 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 We listen to a lot of us, a lot of spiritual leaders, but, but I want to alert you of this right here. Amen. Be very careful of those of us spiritual leaders who are trying to separate the Old Testament from the New Testament. Amen. And say that the blessings in the Old Testament are only for the children of Israel. And some of them are well-meaning. They say, let's look at the text in context. How many of you believe that's correct? Let's look at the text in what? Verse 27 is one of the verses they used to say that was for the Israelites. It says, and they shall put my name upon, upon whom? The children of Israel. So they are saying, this is not for us today. I'm going to show you this is for us today. Are you hearing me, saints? I want us to be very careful. Glory be to Jesus. And sometimes I get, uh, you know, I get heartbroken. When I hear people are trying to make that divide. So they claim that that doesn't really refer to us today because we are not Jews. Because it's Old Testament. Let me show you whom the Bible says is a true Jew. Can you go to Romans chapter 2? And as I said, I am in the process of addressing objections. The Bible tells us who's a true Jew. So you listen to final authority. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 2 verse 28 to 29. Let's look at who a true Jew is according to our Lord Jesus. You got it? Romans chapter 2 verse 28 reads, For he is not a Jew. Here it comes. The definition of not being a Jew. Here it comes. Which is one outwardly. And the Bible is going to explain. Neither is that circumcision. Which is outward in the flesh. Let me explain. A Jew 
is not somebody who's born who was born in Palestine or Israel on the outward a Jew is not somebody who's circumcised because women could not be circumcised some of you say nothing that's what the Bible is saying the Bible is saying a Jew is not one outwardly you don't recognize a Jew by the way he looks or where he or she was born you don't identify a Jew by because they were circumcised that's under the law God is saying that because under the law women couldn't circumcise so God is telling you that type of person is not a Jew now verse 29 is going to tell you who's a real Jew but he is a Jew the word he means human being is a Jew which is one inwardly Who's, here it is, and circumcision is of the heart. Of the heart. And it goes further, in the spirit. In other words, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says, Any man in Christ is a what? New creature. New, the word new is kainos. It's a Greek word. It means new, something that never existed before. So if you are in Jesus Christ, you're a creature that has never existed in before. How? Listen to me. Any man in Christ is a new creature. All the things are passed away. That's the old Adamic nature, the old spirit. Are you with me, saints? All things are passed away. And behold, all things have become. Your spirit, man, has become. You are a true Jew. Hallelujah. If you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, your whole spirit has been taken away. You have the spirit of Christ. Therefore, you qualify as a true Jew. Tell your neighbor, I feel Jewish. Hallelujah. According to God's word, I am a true Jew. So everything in the Old Testament, all the blessings. Excuse me, I didn't mean to get that way. Is it breaks my heart when I hear um, well-meaning seminarians trying to create a divide. The Bible does not communicate. <laughs> oh Jesus, we give you praise. Anybody in here feel Jewish? Yeah, I feel. Every day I get up, I say I feel Jewish. I, hallelujah. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me show you. You know Solomon. There are some Jews that we. Uh, I'm trying to get in touch with them so we can support them. These were Jews from the Queen of Sheba who came to 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 meet Solomon. She's from Africa. Well, she and Solomon they had some kids. They are black Jews. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So a Jew, are you getting me saying? So a Jew does not mean look like, like, like Jim, uh, Heather, and, and, and Miss Lynette. Right, Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. Anthony, a Jew is one who's born again. Born again. Yeah. Of the Spirit. Yeah. And the blood. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. That is according to the word of God. Tell somebody, stick with the word. Yes, stick with the word. Any man, anybody here in Christ? Well, if you're in, you are a new creature. <laughs> oh, new creature. That word new blessed me when I looked it up. It means a species that has never existed before. Wow. Mm, we bless you, Jesus. So, so uh, we just saw who a true Jew is. Let me give you some more information to um, address that objection. It's only for the Jews. Can you go to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14? Because we've got to start right in 2024. You got it? Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. I'm taking my time because the Lord Jesus gave these to me for you this past Thursday evening just like that the verses started to flow amen you got it it reads Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law <laughs> being made a curse for us 
For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. There is a verse in the Old Testament. I decided not to go get it. We'll get it later. But when the Bible says it's written, it means it was written in the Old Testament. What has been done here, it is just quoting what was written. The Bible is quoting itself. He's not quoting anybody. He's not quoting the Apocrypha. He's not quoting the Pope. He's not quoting the President. He's not quoting the Supreme Court or Congress. The Bible is quoting itself, final authority. Mm -hmm. It says here, yeah, now since verse 14 and 15 is one sentence, we have, sorry, since verse 13 and 14 is one sentence, we have to go read verses 14. How many of you agree with that? Verse 14 reads, verse 14 reads, here is why Christ became a curse for us and was hung on a tree. That the blessings of Abraham right. might come on whom? <laughs> oh God, we give you praise. He's right here. Through whom? Jesus Christ. Can you say thank God for Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Everything God blessed Abraham with, Christ gave it to us in totality. As soon as you become a Christian, you qualify. Hallelujah. Thank you for Jesus. Yes, sir. Jesus. All the promises. Oh God, we give you praise. So, brothers and sisters, the blessings within the Old Testament is not reserved for only Jews. the Jews in Palestine. We too, black Jews. Gentile Jews. Can I say Gentile Jews? Yes, Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. And we have to know these things. Let's let somebody who has more degrees than a thermometer who came graduated from seminary tells us differently. It's good, it's good tell your neighbor, it's good to know the word of God. That is why we advocate here. You read it voraciously. Well, hallelujah. Let me bring this home with one more scripture for you. Can you go to 1 Corinthians 10, 6, and then 1 Corinthians 10, 11. Let's do 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 6. Let's see why what happened to the Jews happened to them. Amen. Let us see what, why it happened or who it happened for. You got it? 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 6. It says, Now these things, the things which happened to the Israelites when they left Egypt all the way to the promised land, these things happened to them for, for what? Our examples to the intent we should not lost after what? You see, they lost it after evil things in the wilderness. And God's intention for allowing them to go through that the Bible says, well, for our learning. Yes, it's right there for our example. Example, so you and I will not lust after evil things. The word lusting after evil things is just, it, it, it means an uncontrolled desire. That's all it means. It doesn't mean uh, like many of us think it is. <laughs> well, I'm trying. If you have an uncontrolled desire for anything and not for God, it is evil. Lost just means, lost means uncontrolled passion, uncontrolled desire. You need to chain that down. Chain it down. Amen. So the Bible says they had uncontrolled desires. Such as they asked God for meat. And God rained down meat. Hmm? They had uncontrolled desire for garlics and licks. Remember they said, said in, in Egypt we had cucumbers. <laughs> Moses, your brothers, you had to kill us. <laughs> you thought you took us amen we thought you had you had us covered <laughs> no no but you brought us here to bury us in this wilderness they said Moses you can do better than that uncontrolled passion cause you to do some stupid things and say some stupid things amen, amen. so the bible says what happened to them it was for our Example, listen to me, brothers and sisters. The Bible is saying they were the guinea pigs. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. They went through that so you and I can see and say, Oh, oh, I'm not going there. Amen. Oh, no. Can you go to verse? Let's, let's do it. I, <laughs> I didn't mean to use that word. I'm sorry. Verse 11 of the same chapter. Let's, if verse 11 is bringing it home. Verse 11 says here, It says, Now all these things happened unto them for. 
examples notice is going to elaborate there is a colon and they were written all these things were written for us but not listen to me they're written for us but not to us there's a big difference oh god they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come we are to be admonished when we read the old testament and how god deal with them say thank you master that's the learning i'm not going there when you read about Nadab and Abihu who came against Moses, the man of God, and they offered strange fire. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't you ever, hear me brothers and sisters, don't you ever let the devil fool your head. Amen? We've thought, saying, well, that's how it should be. It's not been done that way. I'm going to do it myself. No. The Bible calls that strange fire. And God will intervene, amen, and protect his cause. The Bible says, Nadab and, 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 and Abihu, they were not authorized and deputized by God, amen, to carry the censor. Amen. They came and they said, Moses is not the only one who should do that. Amen. Aaron are not only the only ones, we are priests too. Mm -hmm. He and 150 men, they took up their senses. And the Bible says, the Bible calls it strange fire because God did not approve it. The earth opened up and swallowed 150 men. Everybody run back to the tents. <laughs> that is for our admonition. That is, uh, that is to say, I'm going to leave spiritual authority alone before God deals with me. Can, can, can I push it further? This is to say, you know something? I heard what they said about Bishop Jakes. But because I wasn't there, I'm going to remain quiet. Well, well, some of you, I know you've given no your opinion. That's okay. I'm just telling you. Since you were not there. And you don't have the full scoop. Just be careful. Let those who have the full scoop see. In other words, let those who are witnesses, if you're not a witness, sit down, be quiet, and bless your God. <laughs> Anyhow, let, let me move on here. <laughs> I just want to be all right with the Lord. Amen. <laughs> it's 2024. I'm going to be all right with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. I was at a, we were at a conference yesterday. Uh, um, uh, a leadership uh, summit conference here in Tallahassee. Apostle Stewart invited us, and we went. And they said one thing, which is which resonated with me. And they said, "When we as Christians, when one person falls, we all fall. <laughs> when one Christian falls, we all fall, and the world sit back and they look at us, killing one another." Mm -hmm. And they say Christians are killing one another and they're coming to witness to us. I'm not going there. Well, well, anyhow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> How many of you know we all live in glass houses? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, 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 saints. It's important to ensure that we are moving in the right direction. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me show you another objection that's made. And that one got me so, so excited. God, can you go back to our text? Number six. And let's go to verse 23. Amen. I'm going through this because I've heard them taught. And it breaks my heart when I hear these things. Because I will tell you, brothers and sisters, I'm here today because of what the advocate Christians would and should not do. They claim mm -hmm, that there's a difference between us and the Israelites. And so the blessings, amen, does not, is not for us. I said, oh no, the blessing is for me. And I began to say them. Not only that, but they claim, Numbers chapter 6. Notice, notice, Numbers chapter 6, verse 22. Notice, whom did God direct to speak the blessing on the Israelites? Whom? Moses. He said, tell Moses to tell whom? Aaron and his sons. Aaron and his sons were whom? Priests. Priest. So they said, only the priest should do that. 
Yeah, because they, that's, they are making, they want to make a clear distinction. Let me share with you. Their, I believe their agenda is to disinherit us spiritually. So they claim, well, it's only the priest who says that. In the Old Testament, there are no more Old Testament priests. They, they shouldn't pronounce a blessing. Let me show you the, what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. Are you ready? Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. They claim. And then we'll go to 1 Peter 2.29. It says, and Jesus has made us what? Kings and what? Do we have any priests in the house? <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus hallelujah you are a priest you're a priest you're a priest because in the spirit there is no there is no gender we're all sons of God you see you see all these barriers they place on us for years that is why many of us are still quiet as Christians we we cannot say what the word says we cannot agree with Jesus and you know who loves that the devil he's having a heyday saying oh those Christians they're quiet Christian telling Christians don't yeah Christians telling Christians don't affirm the blessings of God oh my God and the Bible says we are priests not only priests we are Jesus has made us is that past tense or past tense Half is half past tense or past tense. Made us kings and priests unto whom? God. And it says to him, because Jesus did that, he said to Jesus, be glory and dominion forever and ever. Can everybody say amen? Amen. Amen. So be it. Because final authority has said, I'm a king. Yes. I am a priest. Look, don't look at me and how I dress. The Bible says I'm a king. Yeah. And I'm a priest. And when the time comes, you walk in that authority. Yeah. Ah, glory be. A king and priest doesn't have nothing to do with where you live and how much you have. Kings and priests walk in the power of God. Yeah. A king and a priest knows how to make a demon bow. Yeah. Kings and priests of the world, they are abused by the devil. They are the devil's toys. A real king and a real priest knows how to deal with Satan, knows how to deal with a demon. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah, glory be to Jesus. One more scripture, First Peter 2 9. I have you see, I have to deal with these objections. Okay, they've been floating out there for too long unaddressed. Let's see else, because they said, we are not kings and priests, we are not like the priests of the Old Testament. The Bible tells us, but you are a? Chosen. Here comes a? Royal priesthood. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> yes, that's who we are. Can you say royal priesthood? Royal Can you say holy nation? Holy Can you say peculiar people? Yes, we are. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. And what do we do? We show forth? Praise. Praises of him who hath called us out of into his that's what kings and priests do they show forth the praises of God they go in the workplace and correct things they, they command the power of God to be manifested oh bless God hallelujah nothing to do amen walking in a palace with a robe right. devil is a liar <laughs> uh, glory this is 2024 this is not ad number two <laughs> tell your neighbor there's a new set of kings and priests on the block Hallelujah. a new set of kings and priests on the block we know how to take care of our father's business Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Now, kings and priests, the Bible says that God told Aaron to say, 
what, what he told him to say you got to you got to open up your mouth you got to say something come on brothers and sisters kings and priests don't remain quiet they they what they enact decrees what do they do they enact what decrees well job chapter 2 verse 27 says you shall decree a thing and it shall be established excuse me it shall be what established you shall decree not me i'm not decreeing for you got to decree your own stuff are you getting what i'm saying you have to decree that's what job chapter 2 verse 28 says and 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 and, and for too long since we've been not doing that that's what god said he said you need to start 2024 the right way you see what i'm saying miss lynette start 2024 the right way right way you recognize you are i am a king and i'm a priest and i'm going to decree amen that's what you do you don't yeah yeah you don't sometimes up and sometimes low the devil is a liar amen <laughs> remind me to share with us at the end of service when we're doing the meeting what god showed me about our church amen Remind me, is that all right? Some things you're gonna to need to talk to the family about. <laughs> Praise God. So, so, so brothers and sisters, kings and priests, they say, they speak, they don't just remain quiet when the enemy is coming in. Yes, exactly. They don't do that. And, and what happened, the reason why we stay quiet is because these so-called educated Christians, they say, well, you know, uh, I, I hear them all the time. And it breaks my heart. They say, well, that people who do that are hyper-Pentecostals, hyper-charismatics. Yeah, that's what, hyper. Yeah, they say, uh, you know, in other words, educated Christians don't behave like that. You know, educated Christians don't do that. That's beneath me. To be a hyper Pentecostal, to be a hyper charismatic. Yeah, Job 20 to 28, sorry. And, and they don't realize, and, and what they said is, you know, they said such people, what they do is name it and claim it, blab it and grab it, call it and haul it. And, and so, because you don't want to be perceived as somebody like that, we remain quiet. The devil is a liar. You hear me? The devil who he is? A liar. A liar. He is so you need as a Christian, you need to say some things. Amen. Let me show you from the Bible what Jesus said. No, we just saw here in the Old Testament the priests have to say something. Say, I'm a priest. And I am a king. Hallelujah. I want a priest and king, they don't remain quiet. I just want to say that again. Let me show you the prerequisite to be able to, to see, or sorry, to be able to speak a thing and decree something and it be established. You see, the reason why many of us are quiet too is because we have said some things and nothing happened. You see? Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, bless you. And, and because of that, we have, we shrunk. Okay, we are not as forceful and not as believing as we should be. Praise God. Because I tried it once. That's the problem. We try stuff. We don't do stuff. <laughs> I tried it once and it doesn't work. Well, honey, it works for me. <laughs> Guess what? It works for me. And I know God doesn't practice speciality. Are you, getting, are you getting me? I said something as a priest, as a king. I'm sticking with it until it comes to pass. Because Numbers 23, 19 tells me, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Have he said it? Will he not do it? Have he spoken it? Will he not make it good? Yes, he will. So the problem is not God. The problem is me. For years, for years, for years, I've been listening to a lot of spiritual leaders. I can tell you what I still can tell you what time they came on the radio and on the TV. And I was there. And one day, I just opened my, my notes and I said, not one scripture verse. 
All that talking, not one scripture verse. Let me show you the prerequisite to speak and to see something happen. Are you ready? Amen. Jesus gave us the example in Matthew chapter 11. Can you go to verse 22? Because the next time you do that blessing, we do that blessing, as I said, I want you to see it differently. And I want you to know what you're doing. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Praise God. You got it? Is it Matthew chapter, hold on, maybe it's not, maybe it's Mark then. Glory be to God. Math, Mark chapter 11, sorry. Mark chapter 11, verse 22. My apologies. Mark chapter 11. It says here, listen, listen, listen. Let me put this in context for you. Jesus came from Bethany. He was going, he was going to Bethany. He left Jerusalem, going up to Bethany that night. He went to, they were hungry. It was an afternoon. They were hungry. He saw a fig tree. They went to the fig tree to get something to eat. Can you say fruits? Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, dog. They went to get some fruit to it. Praise the Lord. They didn't stop at Starbucks. Praise God. So they went for some fruit to it. And they did not get fruit. Praise God. L let me share this with you. I have heard so many people say, well, Jesus knew the fig tree had no figs. And he wouldn't know when Jesus was on earth, he Jesus came as an ordinary man. He divested himself of all his power, glory, all his wisdom. Jesus could not even raise himself from the dead. God had to raise Jesus from the dead. He gave up that power and came as an ordinary man to show us how to depend on the Holy Ghost. And so you have people telling you, well, Jesus, hey, sometimes, Doc, I'm in these people's companion. I just want to leave. But out of courtesy, I stayed there. But inside me, it's just. So Jesus looked at the fig tree, Minister Jim, and he cursed it. He said, no man will eat anything from you. Watch me. On the outside, it seemed like nothing happened. The fig tree looked at him. <laughs> For that matter, the Bible says, and the fig tree answered. <laughs> That's what the Bible said. The fig tree was stuck in. You didn't hear the conversation, but the Bible said the fig tree answered. The fig tree saying, I'm not going nowhere. Doesn't matter what. <laughs> they left. They went to Bethany. The next day, they're coming back to Jerusalem. The Bible says they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. How did they know? Now, listen. How did they know the fig tree dried up from the roots? This is my... This is my exposition on that. The tree got so dried, the wind blew it over and the roots came up. That's the only way they could know. Are you with me? Did the Bible say they had a machete digging to see the roots? No. Are you, are you with me? So the Bible says they saw it dried up from the roots and Peter began to shout, Master, look the fig tree. What he's saying is, Master, when you spoke, we thought you lied. <laughs> We didn't believe you because the fig tree, and that's how it is with most Christians. When you speak something, nothing happens right away. And so we said it doesn't work. Uh, you know, meow, meow. And the devil, the devil tells you, look, it didn't work, it didn't work, it didn't work. But we need to understand how the spirit, that, you need to understand spiritual law. You see, when you are educated concerning spiritual laws, you react different from what you see. That's right. uh, you talk differently to what you see. That's right. You react differently to what you see. Jesus knew that God's word never returns void. Never. He, he didn't shake him. Jesus knew Isaiah 55, 11. So shall, so, as he said, so is your word. It's sent into something, it never returns void. And it will accomplish that which you desire. So Jesus said, I send God's word into that victory. It must die. So too, if you send God's word into cancer, it must die. Hallelujah. From the root. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to send God's word. I'm going to send God's word into areas that's going to bring change. Yes. 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 This is the year to send God's word for it not to return void. And you stay there. Until it comes back. Fulfilled. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
Huh? Till it comes back fulfilled. So here is the prerequisite to say something, some things, and expect change. Have faith. <laughs> Ooh. Jesus started with what? The prerequisite. Here is why you qualify to send God's word into a situation and change must take place. First, you must have faith in God. Hallelujah. Uh, you don't just talk and lay hands like the seven sons of Sceva trying to mimic real Christians. The devil is a liar. You're looking for a beat down from a demon. <laughs> well, uh, I got so much to talk to you about. <laughs> So he said, here is why. You must have what? Faith in God. And what he's saying, faith in God, this is what he's saying. He's saying that you got to lay up. You got to do Proverbs chapter 7 verse 1. Can you go to Proverbs chapter 7 verse 1 quickly, 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 quickly. Proverbs 7 verse 1. Because I need you to see the scriptures. Amen. That was tongues. Bless God. It says, it says, it says, listen to Prophet chapter 7. It says, my son, and he's not talking to only males. Males, are, keep my words. And do what? Lay up my command. Can you say, store it up? Yes, yeah, store it up. That's what is To have faith in God, you got to stir up God's word in your heart. To the point where it changes your perception internally. It always begins with it. You got to lay that stuff up. Yeah. Scripture upon scripture upon scripture upon scripture in your heart. Okay. To the point where you are fully convinced. Ah, glory be to Jesus. It's not just saying like, okay, she said it, let me say it. The devil is a lie, you'll get nothing. You get to the point where you got to get to the point where you lose yourself believing it. You lose your in other words, you give up your opinion. Hallelujah. Say it again. And you adopt God's way of thinking. Now your heart is ready to speak a word and say, come to pass. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you I grew up with a mother. Bless her heart, she passed away. My I saw my mother took half a bottle of oil half a bottle of oil and she said son i'm going to fry she had two buckets of chicken to fry we have no money she said but i got faith she said i'm going to fry this chicken and then when i'm done there'll still be a lot of oil left i looked at me i leapt on the on the counter saying it's happening today in my little mind it's not happening today i want to see and I sat there, the chicken, she fried, she fried. She never flinched. The oil looked like it was, was, was about to dry up. And I'm saying, okay, mommy lied, mommy lied. I saw this thing came back up. And I'm looking at, I'm telling you what I saw with my own eyes. Brothers, I'm telling you, they didn't tell me. I saw it with my own eyes. And she fried on a chicken smiling. Keep singing unto Jesus. And she poured the oil back. It was quarter. Hallelujah. There you go. There you go. There you go. The lady told me, my God, sir, and she looked at me and she knew I was an adult because she looked, she looked at my sure she glanced and looked at my face like I was smiling, she's going to fail. And she looked at me and she said, So I got Philippians 413, I've got Philippians 419. She said, My God shall supply it all my I left the kitchen confused. <laughs> you see, I didn't know about the faith thing. I still a young Christian. And so that is why you and I need 2024 is a year where we need to lay up so we can qualify. Many of us have not met the qualification, the qualification, the qualifications are given in Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Have faith in God. And, and notice it says you need to have faith in God. I'm not having faith in God for you. Mm -hmm. You see what Jesus said. Jesus said all the time, it's according to your, your faith. Every time he says it's according to your, your faith. Yeah, and it's according to your faith in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, that's what the Bible said. I used to, I grew up listening to, how many of you heard of Shambak? Yeah. yeah, Shambak. Shambak used to, <laughs> mommy had that, that radio station on, on, on the Christian, all day. I hated it, but I thank God for today. <laughs> I thank God. You know when you're kids, you do stupid things, amen? You want your way, and as soon as she leaves, you would turn it over. On another, turn the dial on another station. When she's coming, put it back. She had the, and Shambak would come every morning. R. W. Shambak. R. W. Shambak. He would say, You have no troubles. All you need is faith in God. I didn't understand that. Every time, for 10 years, the man program was over the radio before he passed away. That's how we started. You have no troubles. All you need is faith in God. Oh, I understood that the hard way. <laughs> oh, yes. Tell your neighbor, you have no troubles. All you need is faith in God. Yeah, yeah. Now say, I have no troubles. All I need is faith in God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter, listen, it doesn't matter how, how intense the pain gets. It doesn't matter how intense the pain gets. You stand there and you believe God. You do what? You stand there and you believe God. Yeah. You got to see yourself there before. Let me share this. What I didn't understood about faith is you got to see yourself there before you get there. Yeah. I didn't see, I didn't understand that. You, if, you, if your mind doesn't go there, your body's going nowhere. Because the Bible says you got to renew Romans 12 verses 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your and be thou what renewed. That's what the Bible says. Be not conformed to this world but be what renewed the bible said no no that is a command from the commander in chief it's in the greek imperative when a command is given it's in a certain long uh, tense in the greek and that's the greek imperative it's a command be not conformed to this world but be transformed how by the renewing of your mind you bombard your mind with the word of god that's, mm -hmm. that's what you do you bombard it Yes, thank you. That, that's how faith comes. Faith comes. That's how what? Faith comes. Faith doesn't just come one time. No, no. It comes. It's something that you do over. And for that matter, Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing. And hearing. And hearing what? By the word of God. Only the word of God. It didn't say by singing. Thank God for singing. Praise God. Now you get <laughs> only the word of God. Amen. Only what? The word of God. I remember when I when I got that revelation, man, I had love um uh, uh that, that these songs by um what's his name? You know him, huh? Al Green. Let's get it. Anyway. <laughs> and one day God said to me, You need to get rid of that stuff. I said but it was God. Yeah, I love the way he sang high. I just love the way. I love the way he's. I love his vibrato. I love everything about Al Green. The way he sings and he, the vibrato in his voice. I just loved him. And I had this. That's my wife. I had CDs of Al. Lord have mercy. Al Green. And the Holy Ghost said to me, you need to give that up. If you are talking about believing me, because your heart is not full of God's word, your heart is full of Al Green songs. It's, it's the <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> and you know, it takes some time to get rid of that stuff. Amen. No, I can't remember one song. Well, let's get it on here. Yeah. That's Marvin Gaye. You, it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, I even forgot. You see, but Al Green. Anyhow, is Al Green still alive? Still alive. I stopped following them anyhow. Somebody's Googling it. <laughs> Google. Anyhow, I'm not sure how I get this. Sorry about that. But 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 let me let me let me bring this to a close for you quickly. Amen. Now after you've qualified by having faith in God, then the Bible says, Can you go to Mark chapter eleven, verse twenty-three? So first, here is the qualification. Have faith in God. Then, after you have faith in God, here it comes. You got it? 
We all have it. He said, when you have faith in God, verily, can you say for real, for real? real. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I say unto you, after you have faith in God, whatsoever, sorry, whosoever, do I? <laughs> you, see, you see, it didn't say pastor shall say. It didn't say apostle shall say. It says whoever builds their faith in God, whoever, now they can say something. Whoever, what? Shall what? Say unto what? This mountain means anything that seems unmovable in your life. Any sickness, any disease, any situation that seems unmovable. You now have faith in God. You can say something to it. You can move that mountain. It says now, be thou removed and be thou what? Cast into the sea. And here it comes. And shall not doubt in his heart. Because we can believe and doubt at the same time. Let me say it again. You can believe and doubt at the same time. Here is my scripture. Here is my scripture. Mark chapter 9 verse 23 the man who had the son who was submerged in water the demon tried killing him jesus said jesus said unto him if thou canst believe all things are possible he said lord i believe help my <laughs> so you can doubt and believe at the same time you got to get rid of that doubt amen when you're starting god understands we all grow amen so he said <laughs> right here jesus said unto him if thou canst believe what did jesus say if you if you can believe what's going to happen <laughs> you know there are people who disagree you know people that disagree with that today you know you know the smart christians who went to seminary they disagree with that today jesus said if the, there's a condition if you can believe what's possible oh. now is that in red in your bible who said it Jesus. and he's lord so what business have you telling people that's not true it simply means jesus is not your lord even if you went to seminary you have another lord and it's not jesus go back to our text let me finish reading and i'll give you a testimony mark eleven twenty-three. that's our text you shall say to this mountain, Be thou what? And be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall what? Believe, Believe in God that those things which you say shall what? He shall have whatsoever he say. I didn't say that. That's in red. No, no, when I was first introduced, introduced to that seriously, after having listened to all these these preachings and so on i took the bible and began to walk i looked at it and i said god something is wrong is this for real or this is this for, are you really saying that it took me a year or two to really believe that because that's so much stuff in my just all kind of preaching not not preaching all kind of uh um i'm looking for a word how do you call these well put together speeches uh anyhow Anyhow, one day, one day I'll remember it. Yes, these eloquent speeches. I had so many eloquent speeches in my heart. I had so many cliches in my heart. Yes, in my, that's, what I, that's what I believe. Not one scripture though. I couldn't, after being a Christian for almost 20 years, could not give you a word, book, chapter, verse. Love the Lord. Love God. In church praying all the time. But praying what? Praying my own ideas, my own opinions. I couldn't see Romans chapter 8 verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Condemnation means unfit for use. I'm not unfit for use. The devil is a liar. Whatever thought. I didn't know that. I couldn't pray like that. I couldn't take God's word and break it down. But love the Lord. Just praying all day. Lord, make it work. That's, that's just my prayer. Oh, God, come around. Turn it around, Master. Make it work. God, I know. I... Anyhow, let me move on here. So, whatsoever he shall what? have what? Whatsoever. Is that in red still? Yes. Who said it? Jesus. Jesus. I'm going to end with that example. There was an old lady 
who was living, she was poor, she couldn't live in the city. She was living about a mile from the city. And between her and the city was a huge mountain. Huge mountain. And she, for years, looked at that scripture and said, Lord, you said that whatsoever, whosoever, sorry, say unto this mountain, uh, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. She said, mountain, I speak to you. In true story, you all, I'm telling you, true story. She said, mountain, I speak to you according to God's word. God, Jesus said, if I say to this mountain, you shall be removed and be cast into the sea, then what did the Bible says? And shall not doubt, then whatsoever. She said that for five years, year six, the city came, blew up the mountain, and put a freeway. Leveled the mountain down to the ground. Put a freeway, and now she had a beautiful view of the city. She comes out at night and drinks a coffee. What a beautiful view. The mountain is gone. On one scripture. One scripture. That's what Jesus said. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. Oh God, we give you praise. Let me end here. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.